0: Have you ever thought about the fact that your current clients right now, the ones who love you, the ones who bind coverage with you, the ones who have maybe even renewed with you for the last few years, right now, this year, are going to be meeting with your competitors. In other words, they're going to be meeting with other brokers. How do you feel about that? Actually, what are you going to do about that? That's what we're going to be talking about today on this episode of the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast. What's up, Permission Nation? My name is Charles Specht, and I teach insurance agents how to quote less, win more often, and build a $1 million or more book of business through signed broker of record letters. Whether you're a brand new producer just starting out, or you've been grinding it out year after year, you're in the right place to learn how to grow your book. And remember, quoting is for the weak. This is the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast. Hey there, Permission Nation. My name is Charles Specht. I am the host and I'm glad that you are here. Today, I want to talk about something that, you know, You frankly, we don't think about too much because nobody likes to think about bad news. But the thing is, is that if you have clients And um, you have gone through a renewal process, you may have lost a client or two or more over the course of your career at this point. And even if you have been able, fortunately, to renew those clients, your clients have been receiving quotes from other agents. And you know what's even more interesting is that many times these clients of yours have almost no reason, no inclination, no desire whatsoever. They're not planning to leave you. In fact, they're planning to renew with you, and yet they still talk to other agents. They're speaking to your competitors. Other brokers are contacting your clients right now to try and schedule appointments with the full hope and goal that they will be able to get your client to look them in the face and say, yes, I am willing to fire my agent in order to hire you. So here's the thing. I don't think that too many of us actually think about our clients that way. We usually think about our clients as people who love us. They trust us. They're going to do business with us. They are so completely loyal to us. They wouldn't really even be able to think about moving. In fact, most insurance brokers probably don't think about the potential of losing clients until the actual renewal begins to take place. That is, until the proposal is presented, and now you're just kind of like waiting to hear what happens. Um, I would even venture to guess that some agents who maybe don't feel that their relationship with the client is as strong as it could be, maybe they or their team or the carrier, frankly, has messed up, and well, maybe the broker's wondering, am I going to receive an email from my underwriter saying that they have received a signed broker of record letter from another agent on my client? Look, after all is said and done, what I'm going to be talking about in this episode is the stark fact, reality, that your prospects are not married to you, that is, unless they are your spouse, but they are not married to you, your team, your account manager, your servicing staff, your agency. They are not married to the carrier. They're not married to the wholesaler, the MGA, the MGU, the program manager, whatever it is. They are likely looking for options. And as we have now entered into Biden recession and insurance rates are going up in almost every single class of business, whether it is personal, commercial, or employee health benefits, the fact is insurance rates are going up. Inflation is increasing. The dollar is not going as strong. It is difficult to find new employees. There is not enough workers to go around. It is becoming very challenging and difficult for insurance buyers, business owners, to actually not even just make a profit, but to stay in business. Many of them probably right now are thinking that they're not going to make any profit, if you will, in the year 2022. They're hoping to eventually get through inflation so that they can start getting profit again. What they're probably hoping is that they can just keep the doors open, that they don't have to lose any of their valued employees over the course of time, and they can just kind of continue on until everything gets back to normal where they can start making a profit again. Sadly and unfortunately, that's where a lot of insurance buyers are at right now. And it doesn't even matter necessarily what is the industry. Most industries are struggling right now to actually have employees and profit and not deal with inflation and so forth. Everybody's dealing with it. Doesn't matter if it is public school teachers, auto dealerships, construction accounts, whatever. And so the thing is, is that because of the uncertainty of the marketplace, because rates are going up, because they can't find new employees, because profits are not what they were expecting in the past, they are looking for alternatives. They are definitely looking for alternatives. And even though you may have loyal clients who aren't necessarily trying or even planning to leave you because they're seeing options, meeting with other brokers, it is quite likely another broker is going to come in and offer something that you and your team failed to offer or that you, you probably could have offered and you didn't, or simply that you just don't have access to something they did. And it's less expensive. It's better covered. Whatever it is, it is better. And so you are right now at this very moment susceptible to losing your clients at renewal. Now, even in a normal economy, in a normal market, the industry statistic is 92%. That is, whoever is the agent on the policy now is going to renew their client on average of 92% for commercial insurance. You might place it with a different carrier, but you, as the agent, are going to renew that business. I actually feel that that number is going to be going down in the considerable future now. I don't feel that necessarily 92% is going to be that number going forward, certainly in regards to middle market and above. Okay. I actually feel that that number, 92%, is what it is. And then a lot of accounts move simply because they are in sort of a small business unit. And so the relationship isn't there. There's going to be a lot of turnover there. There's going to be a lot of accounts going out of business. There's going to be that number is going to go down dramatically. But I also feel it's going down in the middle market. And so I just need you to understand that this is the reality of where we're at. We are entering a very difficult time. Insurance rates were going up. Now we're looking at inflation. This is, this is two strikes, man. This is two major strikes against your clients. They are looking for options. So what you have to do now is you have to be very careful about how you're going to handle the relationship with your client going forward. What kind of services right now are you offering to your clients to renew their loyalty with you? If you're really not offering much other than the fact that maybe you stop by with some donuts every once in a while and your account manager processes a certificate of insurance when it's asked for, I mean, if that really is the extent of the level of your service, I just want to tell you that you are very much at risk of losing your clients. Very, very much at risk of losing your clients. You need to provide something of greater value than that. There has to be some kind of a service that you offer to your clients that is like a gigantic agency magnet, that it just draws your clients into you even closer and closer and closer because other agencies right now, my clients right now are putting together services that are going to knock your clients' socks off and you are going to lose clients to other agencies like mine, my clients, and just other agencies out there, frankly, who are being wise and they're being thoughtful and they're trying to really get ahead of the curveball here so that they are providing services to those insurance buyers that are actually useful, useful, wanted, needed. The question is, is Well, because your clients are now getting lots of options and meeting with brokers to see what kind of options are are out there, what are you going to do about it? That's really what I wanted to talk about on this episode is what are you going to do about it? Because you know what's interesting is that even though your clients like you, they're doing business with you, they have renewed with you in the past, or maybe they certainly just renewed with you this last year. They don't tell you when they meet with your competitors. They normally don't do that. Why? Because nobody really wants to just introduce stress and strain into a relationship. Right? I mean, it's very rare for a married couple or a couple that's dating. It's very rare for the guy to go to the girl and say, hey, you know, just a heads up. I know that we're going steady and so forth, but you know what? I uh, This last week, I went on another date with somebody else. Nobody does that. Nobody does that. And for the most part, most business owners, leaders in an organization do not tell their current providers of whatever the service or product is that they are getting quotes and they are meeting with other vendors, okay? They usually just don't tell you that at least they certainly don't go out of their way to reach out to you and communicate that. If you contact them, you know, and ask them kind of what the plan is here, they might tell you, yeah, I'm getting some quotes, but they usually don't just contact you and said, Hey, you know what? I've met with this agent this afternoon and man, you know, she showed me an amazing service and this new carrier that's coming in. And I just thought it was tremendous. You know, you're, you've got your work cut out for you this year, Bob. Well, that doesn't normally happen. And so the first thing that you have to understand right now is that the renewal that you're about to have this last second half of this year is going to be completely different than what the renewal was last year at this time. It's just going to be different. You need to also understand that your clients, insurance buyers, are really, really looking for other options. Hopefully those options can come from you, but they are looking for options. And if you don't bring that option to them and somebody else does, you're much more likely to lose it. So if I can even kind of maybe even describe it in a different way. Let's say, for example, that last year you showed up with your quote and another agent showed up with his quote and they were 5% less expensive than you, but the insured still renewed with you. That actually happens a lot. A competing agent might come in with a less expensive quote, a little bit less expensive, and it's just a whole lot easier to renew with you than it is to go with a new provider. So, isn't that same example? 5% last year, they renewed with you. This year, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that they are much more likely to take the risk of moving to a new vendor in order to save that 5% because 5% here and 2% on another thing and 7% on their accounting services over here and you know 13% by changing their copy company like all of these things are adding up and they are trying to stay afloat so i hope that i'm sort of scaring you into some kind of change i hope that i am kind of painting a picture that it's going to be a different renewal process this year now Before I really kind of get into what you can do about this, I also want to like flip the coin here because not only is this a problem for your current clients, but I want to tell you this is an opportunity for you when it comes to prospecting. So it is something you need to be careful of with your current clients, and it is something that you can really make into an asset of yours, something that you can use as more wind in your sails to propel you to greater distances and even quicker if you really begin to grasp the necessity of what you need to do in order to translate those people from prospects into clients. You are probably going to be able to set more appointments going forward in the next year or so the issue then is how can you translate those those prospects those increased number of set appointments into increased set of clients that's what you really need to be able to focus on and if you're offering nothing of greater value i wouldn't expect it to happen i wouldn't expect it to happen so the thing is that That issue that is a negative from having current clients is also a very, very nice positive for when you're actually out there prospecting. Please do not be sitting on your hands. Don't sit around and do nothing. Get off social media. Stop messing around in the office. Get in the office and do the work. If you're going to be prospecting while at your house, then start prospecting and stop wasting time. I just want to tell you right now that the opportunity here is so great, and I would absolutely hate for you to miss it because you were just lazy or because you were focused on something else. I really don't want that to happen to you. The opportunity here is too tremendous. You could really make a lot of money. You could increase wealth. You, your agency can grow as an agency owner, agency leader, agency principal, as a partner. Do not sit on your hands. This is an opportunity for your agency to grow by leaps and bounds. But it will not happen at, it will not happen at all whatsoever if you just continue to sort of do everything you've been normally doing on cruise control. Because your competitors are not doing that. I hope you take these words and do something with them. Are you a local insurance agent struggling to find markets for your clients? Look no further than Nationwide Brokerage Solutions. But again, oh, I digress. Let's get back to the heart of the matter. Why are your beloved clients meeting with your competitors? And what can you do about it? What should you do about it? Well, as mentioned, your current clients are meeting with people because they're looking for options. That's it. For the most part, that's really the issue. They are looking for options, opportunities to save money, to get something else, to better their insurance portfolio, whatever is. It doesn't matter necessarily, at least as of right now in this episode, about what is the issue. I just need you to understand that that is happening. Now, let's think about kind of the why. Why are they actually doing that? Well, I would venture to tell you that there's three reasons why they're not doing it. These happen to be the same three reasons that people are usually giving you um, some kind of a rejection, um, an objection rather, about why they don't want to meet with you. There are three things that people want when they are trying to buy something, certainly when it comes to insurance policies, and the, these same things are the things that cause them to look for other options. These are also the some of the things they throw at you when you contact them and you're prospecting and try to set appointments when they say things like, now's not a good time, We're happy with who we have. I like my agent. Okay. Those same kind of objections that you receive are very much the opposite side of the coin on why they choose to do business with other agents. So if you're hearing too many objections such as now's not a good time or we're happy with who we have, I just want to tell you that you have a scripting problem because they're not seeing value in what you're saying. You need to tweak that ASAP. You need to switch it up right away and say something that really knocks their socks off so that they realize that they need to make half an hour of to- their time for you to learn up more about what you have to offer but that's the issue. There are three things, frankly, that your insurance client right now wants from you. And if they are not getting it from you, they will find it from somebody else. Those three things are the reason why they choose certain insurance policies, quotes, and agents. Okay. The three things are, I want to save time, let me just do it in a different direction, in a different order. I want to save money. I want to save time. I want peace of mind. Those three things. I want to save money. I want to save time. I want peace of mind. Those three things. I don't know if you've thought about it like that. I've talked about it many times, but those are the three things that they're looking for. Now I would venture to tell you that the vast majority of insurance agents out there, when you ask them, what are your prospects looking for? What do they want? What are they telling you? Normally, the the answer that an insurance agent would say is that, well, the prospects are saying that they're just looking to save money. I think that that is going to become more true now going forward, but it wasn't necessarily the truth certainly in the past. No doubt there's a lot of a, a lot of insurance buyers out there that will switch for a penny or a dime or a nickel whatever it is. Well, you know, more power to them if that's how they want to do business. Doesn't necessarily mean that's your ideal client. But there are business owners out there that are always looking to save that little bit of extra money. Look, I don't have a hold anything against them. There's probably like a smart, savvy business owner, right? Who's really looking out for his or her own profit. Nothing wrong with that. Doesn't mean it's necessarily the greatest client for you, but hey, I'm not going to fault somebody for trying to save money. I I don't want to pay more for my auto insurance than I have to, right? Nobody does. So saving money is not necessarily a problem. The next issue is saving time. I certainly think this is going to become an issue more along the lines in regards to services that are provided and so forth, but how much time does it, take the typical business owner to go through this quoting process? I mean, how much time does it take the business owner to meet with you one time, two times, multiple times with a loss control person, gathering data, updates, and so forth, going through your proposal, you know, kicking it around in their mind? you know? Then just even if they decide on which to, to purchase and purchase it from you, how much time of their life is being spent over the course of a year just dealing with stuff that you have for them? Right? So the entire insurance program takes a lot of time from the insured. There's the quoting process time, and then there is the policy period time. How much during that entire process, that entire 12 months, does the insured have to schedule out of their much valued eight hours per day? How much is it being taken up by your insurance program? Not only the main insurance decision maker, but how about the office manager or the receptionist? Or maybe some of the foremen or different people for things like maybe just meetings, safety meetings, stuff like that. I mean, how much time is it actually taking their people in regards to productivity that is lost from their organization to bring in revenue? Is it being lost because they're now having to deal with your insurance program? OK, so saving time is very, very real. If you were to ask the average business owner how much they make per year and then you do the math and you break that down into a, an hourly amount, well, they're probably making anywhere between $250 and $500 per hour that they're in the business. And if they're meeting with you over the course of that, you know, renewal process for ten hours, I mean, that's twenty five hundred to five thousand dollars that they are losing in their own money, in their own pocket, because they're meeting with you talking about insurance rather than making more money for their organization. So, time is absolutely money, even though it might be a little bit more difficult to quantify how much that time is actually being translated into money. There is the saving of save money, that is the premium. The save time is lost productivity and it's lost revenue to their organization. Those two things add up and they add up to a lot. The third thing now is I think what is most important. It is the issue of peace of mind. Right now, your clients are going to be meeting with competitors, other agents, other brokers. They're going to be meeting with direct writers, captives, other independent agents, and so forth because they don't have peace of mind with anything that's happening right now. They don't have peace of mind because gas prices are through the roof. You know what? You look at like a typical service contractor. You know, how about like a, a company like a, a lawn care company, a landscaper? You know, how much gasoline do they use just to drive around from, you know, uh, place to place and, you know, in their lawnmowers and in their, you know, their blowers? Uh, how much gasoline is actually being used by them? That increased cost is hitting their bottom line dramatically. The people do not have, do not have peace of mind right now, period. They don't have peace of mind in gas prices, inflation, insurance costs going up through the roof. Um, you know what? I mean, the government just you know gave out millions and millions of dollars to the IRS. There's going to be audits that start to come through. I mean, there's just really no peace of mind that is taking place politically or in the military around the world. There's just not a lot of peace of mind right now that is something that people want. They don't want to be nervous. They don't want to be concerned. They don't want to, you know, have to worry about what's going to happen tomorrow. They want some kind of some kind of permanence in the things that they have and they don't want to have to worry about it any longer. Peace of mind, I truly believe is the most important factor out of those 3. Save money, save time, peace of mind. Even though save money Typically refers to like cutting the cost, lowering the premium, and so forth. Saving time is a productivity loss that actually is a, sig- a significant amount of revenue to an organization. You add up those two to those two numbers and it's a big number. But I truly believe that those two save money and save time pale in comparison to how important, how valuable peace of mind is. So we need to be able to create a significant amount of peace of mind in the minds and the conscience of our clients. How do you do that, Charles? Well, I'm glad that you asked, Permission Nation, because I want to maybe just kind of tell you some of the things that you might want to do in order to create greater peace of mind. One, first, you need to be able to listen up. I don't know what you're doing right now, but listen up. You need to create a renewal strategy and go over it with your client. Go over with your client. Create a renewal strategy, and by that I mean like some kind of a strategy that you're showing to the insurer, your client, about what you're going to do in the renewal process to ensure the greatest results for them, which carriers you're going to go to, how you're going to negotiate, how you might then even renegotiate with the underwriters once all is said and done, so forth. You need to be able to put together a renewal strategy and go over it with your clients. Oh, I can already hear some of you complaining. I can already hear some of the thoughts in your own mind saying, well, well, Charles, if I contact my client, you know, and let them know, um, you know, that their insurance renewal is coming up, then they're probably going to be thinking about it and they're going to be a little bit more concerned and maybe even using your own words, Charles, they'll have less peace of mind. And so they're more willing to and likely to meet with an insurance agent. Is that what you're thinking? I mean, I think there's truth to it, but I I actually think that you're wrong in thinking that because what you're doing is you are essentially taking the entire marketplace and reserving it for yourself. Whereas if you don't do that, And an agent happens to get in the door and submit something to an insurance market before you and you get blocked out and it happens to be a good market or markets because no doubt they're going to various markets, you're going to be in a very, very vulnerable position. And so you would be better off, I would say, about 120 days, let's just call it 100 days or so, 100, 100 days before the renewal process. You sit down with your client and you go over your entire strategy. You say, you know, right now there are these 14 insurance carriers here in the state that are writing your class of business. I'm going to be going to those 14. And, you know, if any others come up in the next 100 days, I'm going to start working with those as well. And I will give you the list. And so that way you'll know that I'm putting together the best submission possible, sending it to the marketplace and I'm going to get them to compete on your behalf, right? They just your client needs peace of mind. If they feel assured that you're going to the marketplace, that you are you know blanketing the marketplace, if you will, in regards to, to getting quotes from all the carriers that are out there, that is going to supply them with a lot of peace of mind. But if you're quiet about it, if you're silent about it, frankly, I hope you're not going to be lazy enough that you just sort of try and flat renew this thing. But if you don't tell the client about what you're doing, they don't know. They won't know. And if they don't know, they're much more likely to meet with other brokers to find out options. So, what you should do is just be very forthcoming with your with your client. put together that renewal strategy, go over it with the client, explain to them about how you are guaranteeing or frankly assuring them of the best and lowest quotes possible from all the carriers writing it here, you know, in the state of Tennessee, at least where I live, right? That is going to provide them with much more assurance. They're much more likely to meet with you. And if, for example, they did meet with another agent or another agent called them to try and schedule an appointment, you could have have your client have that list right there. Well, my agent's going to these 14 carriers. Which carrier would you be going to to get quotes for me? and if frankly i mean look if the agent doesn't even know what what carriers they want to access on your behalf that should probably tell the typical insurance buyer that that agent really doesn't know what he or she is doing but let's say for example they say well, yeah you know we're going to go to abc insurance care and we're going to go to xyz insurance care and the insured can look on there and say yep yeah, my agent's already got taken care of we're good thanks You are basically handing the hat to your competitor and you are closing the door on potentially losing that business because you are actually being thinking ahead. You are actually being forthright. You're actually being active, proactive rather than reactive. I feel this is one of the most important things that you can do. I really do. And if you do that one thing, I think that you then kind of take away the pain of of what's happening with Biden inflation and increased rates and premiums in regards to just the insurance marketplace and so forth. You do that, and I feel that you're going to actually create a better relationship with your client. They're going to trust you more because you actually have a plan, telling them how far in advance you plan to meet with them right? You know, are you going to meet with them nine days beforehand? Then tell them, you know, nine days before your renewal, I'm going to come with all the quotes and or declinations from all of these 14 carriers and you and I are going to go over them. And then once they decide which one to go with, you're going to go back and renegotiate with that underwriter, maybe even a little bit further to see what else you can get done. I mean, these things basically come down to giving the client more self or more peace of mind. That's what you want. If you don't do that, you run the risk of losing clients and not just a few clients. I really feel you run the risk of losing many clients this coming renewal period. If you don't do that, but you won't do that. Why? Well, because you're permissionation. You're a listener to this podcast. You're trying to become a millionaire. If not, you're already there, a multiple millionaire insurance producer. And so you're not going to just sit on your hands. You're not just going to auto renew things. You're not going to just kind of throw mud against the wall to see what sticks. You're going to be proactive. That's why you're a professional and not an amateur. I know it. I know exactly that that's what you're going to do. And if you're not thinking about doing it, you better do it. You absolutely better do it because that is the difference maker between the pros and the amateurs. So please do that. Again, just remember your client is meeting with other brokers. It's going to happen. They're not telling you about it. Therefore, you need to be proactive in letting them know that you have a plan. Give them that assurance. You will then give them peace of mind. And you'll be in a much stronger position, even if they end up do meet with other agents to see what else is out there. And they might get quotes from other agents that are out there. So be a professional and handle your business. And this next year, you can write a significant amount of new clients if you really stay focused on what you have to do. My name is Charles Specht. I am the host of the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast and... I am the president and CEO of Permission Sales, where I teach and train insurance agents just like you how to build a $1 million or more book of business through signed broker of record letters. This is the Millionaire Insurance Producer
1: Podcast. Hey agents, listen to this, listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it, think of it. carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes so you give me an auto quote i can do five to ten carriers in three to seven minutes How are we doing it we're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence give us a call check us out you can ask for me personally i'll do the demo for you who are they gas certified